Welcome to the Comet Theater Podcast. My name is Aaron and today we'll be talking about Cloverfield. I will break down the film and its subsequent sequels and see what works and what didn't work. Um, Cloverfield Paradox? Not really. Here we go. Cloverfield was a found footage film that came out in 2008 um, showcasing a kaiju attack in New York. Uh, this movie left us with a few unanswered questions that we never really got uh, clarity on in any of its sequels. Uh, the movie does a great job of keeping us, you know, grounded with our mem- with our main characters. Uh, we never get shots of the monster just rampaging through the city and then a shot back to them. It's always focused on them and their struggle to get out of the city. Um, I think what makes this movie great was something like the tunnel sequence. We um, had our main um, protagonist, a group of people trying to escape. They were in a tunnel trying to leave, and there's just rats just leading one way. They're trying to figure out what's going on, um, yet they don't want to get their position away, so they go over to night vision. And (laughs) you look over, and you just see the eyes of these bugs just dropping down from the ceiling. And um, these little guys, they just take off full force ready to attack these people. Um, the crazy thing with these guys is once you they bite you, they pretty much trans, um, transmit a virus to you. And it's crazy because later on you see the girl, she's um, with the military now and you just see blood dripping down her face. And they just are quick to quarantine her. People are going crazy shaky cam everywhere and they pull her behind a curtain and all you see is silhouettes and then her head just pops and it's just beautiful and you you never see anything gory it's all done behind the scenes you only it's only always left to your imagination on how bad it really was um that's always left to you barely get shots of the monster um the only time you actually see the monster is at the very end when HUD goes back for the camera <laughs> just towering over him you just see the monster in its full glory um, the monster they nicknamed Clovey and as it turns out she is a baby so we've only seen this thing as a baby could you even imagine how massive this thing could be we never really see an clearer like imaginement of it being huge other than in paradox when they just threw the final shots in there um with this we go ahead and we lead on over to um 10 cloverfield lane um as far as sequels go or um you know any future films leading onward it doesn't really follow the mythos of clovey it comes over to this film where this girl is running from her problems she's trying to escape the city just from her problems, not really from anything big. However, she gets in a car wreck and is in a bunker now. Um, the guy is saying she's trying to protect her. There's things going on that she doesn't understand going on outside. Um, she finds le- letters later on that looks like he was working with um, some scientists that were maybe foreshadowing to where he may have known this was going to happen. Um, I think with this film... If you take, again, taking away Cloverfield altogether, this film worked perfectly. Um, it was a nice little um, little thriller that we had going on. John Goodman gave a great performance. Um, I think he was a perfect man for that job. Um, Mary Elizabeth was perfect in her role as well. I enjoy her and a lot of stuff she's in. Um, again, different aliens. We don't really get any Clo- Clovey in this one. It's just a, 
and random alien invasion that's going on out there. Um, so we don't really get a payoff at the end with the aliens. It is interesting though with these new iterations of them. Um, pretty much a full full scale evasion, the crop dusting of poison gas and drones that attack to clear out the rest. Um, I think it did a wonderful job for what it was going for. Um, next, we have the Cloverfield Paradox. This movie was okay for what it was trying to do. Um, it was a, originally titled The God Particle, which, again, taking away from Cloverfield made it perfect. It was the best idea to go through, and they should have kept it that way. However, marketing with J.J. Um, Abrams, they decided to go with Cloverfield. If you tie it in with that, you're going to get the views. People are going to want to watch it because they're curious to see if it's going to tie in. Unfortunately, it was a lazily strung in tie in. So pretty much the set in 2018, the town is wanting is going through a power crisis. Um, everywhere around the world, power is being lost and they're trying to find a way to um, create clean burning energy. So they'd send a, a team of scientists and um, space crew to figure out if they can create um, a particle accelerator to smash and create clean energy. Pretty much what I got from this film was it was trying to be Event Horizon, but with less gore. Um, it set out to throw a lot of ideas into it that it really didn't have time to explore, really. Um, I think my favorite scene, if I had to pick a specific part in that movie, had to be Tam's death. Because, you know, she's sitting there working, trying to get the air circulating back into it where they can get the temperature back to normal. And it just starts filling up with water. Because part of this paradox that they're in is they're in a different dimension. One where the same crew had crash landed on Earth and are dead. But since they're sharing the same space time with doppelgangers of themselves, the universe is trying to correct it. So it's the ship's essentially trying to kill her off. So it's filling with water and everyone's trying their best to try to get her out of there. Well, the pressure's getting too much in there, so it's breaking side of that uh, ship open. The second that person is exposed to that sub-zero temperature, it freezes on site. And you just get a shot of it fanning out into space and freezing mid-form. And it's all frozen on the inside and you see her frozen too. I think by far the best part of that movie was that death scene. It was wonderful. Um, you know, like I said, the best takeaway from that film was that it was trying to tie these films in. Um, it created the multiverse theory for this. If you'd, if you'd mind, I'm going to start calling it the Cloververse. So this Cloververse is now setting multiple different timelines across the multiverse. So we have the original Cloverfield back in 2008 and it doing its own thing. We have 10 Cloverfield doing its own thing and now the God Particle doing its own thing. I think it was a smart idea to do it this way, kind of what they're looking for. However, I think it could have been better. They could have done multiple different things to create a better timeline or something here. However, it was a marketing strategy by Abrams to get people to watch these other films. Now, if I would, I would go with a different theory, uh, one that... Of course, they can take if they want to, because this would be even better. Turn these films into an anthology series, as it already is. 
Because if you think about it, every anthology series has different stories, but it shares the same name. Tells from the Crypt, the Twilight Zone, different things like that. So you can take the Cloverfield and create it into a massive franchise with these different tells, which would work in a better way because they're not trying to rush out these stories to make an entire anthology. They're working these excellent films and then later retitling them for Cloverfield. Which goes to show that they can really do this and it would work a lot better. When Abrams had produced Overlord and that was getting set to come out, everyone jumped to the, to the assumption that that was going to be tied into the Cloverfield franchise, which would have worked perfectly. However, it wasn't. Uh, it's, again, just high hopes for us to put another page in this little anthology that we have going on. I think that would be the best way to take about it, you know, something like Cloverfield Project or Project Cloverfield, you know, a creature rampaging through the city. You know, stuff like that works. I would I would love to see that as an anthology because, you know, you have so much potential there. And, you know, Abrams, if you want to take that to heart, go ahead and run with it. Um, that's what I'm here for. I got a ton of ideas. Yo, boy, you hit your boy up here. I'd love to work with that man. Um, to wrap everything up, I do believe, again, the best way is that anthology would be the best approach for that. Um, I'm still waiting on a follow-up film for the original. Love to see Clovey as a full adult rampaging through maybe a different listening device or a different um, projection, maybe actually do a full-fledged film instead of found footage style. Um, we would just love to see somebody who would be willing to write or passionate enough to do its justice. Um, thank you all for listening and uh, be on the lookout for more content from Comet Theater Podcast. Uh, my name is Aaron and remember, be kind and rewind. Boom.